This is Amplify You, the podcast about you discovering your message and broadcasting it to the world. If you're a coach, author, or speaker, you'll want to tune in. If you're looking for the best return on your time investment to get your message out to the world in a bigger way, we're giving you full access and behind the scenes look of how we're running our podcast, how our clients have found success, and what you can do to launch your podcast today. The world needs your message. I'm Michelle Abraham, the host. Join my family as we unleash your unique genius and find the connections you need to launch your adventure today. Join us and let's get amplified. Well, fabulous. I am super excited to be here with one of our close Amplify You friends, Miss Candy Messer of BizHelp for You. You have been a staple to many of our events and our retreats. We got to hang out in Mexico. We've got to hang out on Zoom links for all the various calls that we do. Uh, I'm super excited for this conversation. We're going to talk about BizHelp for You and what that means to the podcaster community. So thank you for being here and welcome to the show. Well, thanks for the invitation. I'm happy to be here. Lovely. So Candy, I'm going to start actually by going back to your show. I know you've just had this conversation, but I want to hear a little bit about what podcasting has done for you in your business so that we can help link it to our audience members. Sure. Well, I think for one, it's actually given me some more confidence, right? I am an introvert. <laughs> so I've been in business a long time and I've learned, you know, going to networking events and all of those kind of things too. But this was never on my bucket list, but somebody had said, you have great content, you should have a show. And so I was originally on Voice America. And that was actually in 2018 when I started. So now we're basically hitting our four-year anniversary in just a couple months. Um, but I think it just did give me that confidence to be able to have a conversation and end up being able to interview people without having like a set agenda already. Like before, when I first started, I had like all the questions and everything ahead of time too. And with Potapalooza, right? We don't necessarily even know who we're going to be interviewing and we have no prep. And so I think over time, I've become more comfortable with that whole process. So I think that's been good. And then I also did end up getting some business from it. I, I did a podcast once that I talked about how they can get some tax credits, you know, the employer retention tax credit. And even if you had a PPP loan and someone said, could you please demonstrate that, you know, for me? And because of that one episode I did and that comment, I created how-to videos, which then had to be done again because rules and regulations changed. Um, but I literally told people how to do it themselves but then they didn't want to do it themselves. And so they came to us. And so it definitely has brought in revenue where before I thought, well, I'm not necessarily going to make money off. This is going to take me a long time to build up where someone might be like, I'll sponsor you. Right. Um, so I think that part has been good too. Absolutely. There's the philosophy of putting out value of information and then people will come to you as an expert of that information, not just to receive the insights, but also for help with implementation. So it sounds mm -hmm. like you're putting out there what people need to do. And then they come to you with help doing it. Yes. And I think, you know, my whole goal with my show is to educate entrepreneurs so they could be successful because too many people start a business and then fail. And I didn't want them to have those failures, right? So my show, even though I'm in finance, we do bookkeeping and payroll and sales tax and compliance, you know, for the clients that we serve. You need to know more than just that. You need to know marketing or you need to know labor laws if you have employees or, you know, there's just a vast array of things that they need to know. 
And so that was my goal. Let's put information out there to help them be successful. And so when I said, I can help people get this extra money they need in their business for cash flow, why wouldn't I show people how to do it? And not only give them a little bit and then be like, if you want help, here's a link and click to pay, right? No, I'm going to show you how to do it. I did that. But some people are still very nervous or they still have a lot of questions. And I can't answer the very specific questions for their business. So it's like, well, we could do a consultation or we could do it for you. Um, And so that's kind of what has happened. And what are you seeing as those common mistakes that entrepreneurs are making when they're setting up the structure of their business from the very beginning? I would say the first thing is a lot of people think, well, I'll just use my bank account and I'll just pay everything out of one. And it makes it very difficult to actually track your expenses to have your finances in order. How much are you even making in your business? If it's all commingled and you have $500 in the bank, is that $500 from your business? Is it from you personally? Like, Do you even have any money? Are you making any money at all? So I always say, even from the start, have a separate bank account for your business and your personal. And obviously your business is going to take a while to get income. So you might have to basically put money into the business from you personally, and that's okay, but put it into the business bank account and then use the money from the business. And then when you can pay yourself back, then you can do that. But I think that's the first thing is separate that. It's a lot easier than you know having it all commingled. No kidding. Yeah. Being clear on money coming in and money going out has to be one of the main pillars of success, knowing what's happening mm-hmm. there. Absolutely. What tools do you use to support people in keeping track of that information? Sure. Well, if they come to us and they want help, of course, we have bookkeeping software that we will use. We'll give them financial reports if we're doing their work on a monthly basis, which I recommend. It should be at least you know monthly. Um, if it's really smaller to start up and they don't have a lot of transactions, maybe quarterly. But I think another mistake people make is they think, well, I don't have to have my stuff ready until my CPA needs it for taxes. So they don't look at it at all until next year. <laughs> and you can't make any changes. Like you can't look at your reports and say, oh, wow, I spent that much in that category. Well, let me fix it because now you've already spent it. Right. But if you're looking at your financial reports throughout the year, every month, hopefully at least, you're going to get a picture of what's happening. And then you can make changes as needed and then save on some of that money. Cause maybe you signed up for a free trial that then starts to bill you after three months and you forgot about it. Right. And then a year later, you're still paying for something you're not even using. If you're looking at the financial reports, you might say, like, oh, wait, I see that charge. And then you can cancel it. Right. So those are the kind of things I recommend. Oh my goodness. I don't know how many times I've signed up for free trials and forgotten that I was registered. Oh goodness. <laughs> right. And then a year, a year later, you get those charges coming to you. You're like, oh, I thought I canceled that. Ooh, mm-hmm. Every year, those painful reminders. <laughs> what kind of guests are you finding come to your show that provide a lot of value for the entrepreneurs that are listening? Are you finding well, a particular I... skill set that is being helpful? I wouldn't necessarily say a particular skill set per se, but someone who's experienced, you know, being an entrepreneur and suffered some of the consequences maybe of being an entrepreneur, right? The mistakes that you've made, because then they can share their wisdom, right? And this is what I did. Like there's one person I interviewed and she had a business failure, right? And so we talked about, well, what do you think caused that failure? And now she's in another successful business, right? But so people can learn from her mistakes by when she was saying, well, I didn't look at my financials. 
you know, I was so busy working. I didn't look at my financials. I didn't realize I was running out of money, you know, and things like that. And so that type of information I feel is extremely helpful for the entrepreneur because they're learning from someone else. Um, and then there's someone else who maybe they've written a how-to book, you know, like this is kind of step-by-step step that you can do. And if someone finds that that is going to be really helpful for them, if that's where they are in their business and they need to learn how to do the next step, you know, or if you want to scale your business, what do you do to scale that business? And what's the difference between growth and scaling? They're two different things, right? You know, and so that kind of information I think is helpful because a lot of people might think growth and scaling are the same, you know, but it's not, right? And so I think any expert that has been there, done that and can share their tips is really helpful in whatever area that that is, at least for my listeners. Absolutely. I'm seeing a, I'm seeing a trend from the financial side of tracking on a monthly basis where possible mistakes are so that you're correcting them on the go. It's almost the same as tracking the mistakes that you make in your business decisions, because those are valuable teaching tools for the people that you're going to be supporting long-term. Right. That's fascinating. Now, I am curious. I would love to hear your definitions. What are the differences between growth and scaling? Sure. So growth, you're usually just looking at your revenue is increasing, you know, so that's great, you know, but what I also tell people too, is you need to actually look at the bottom line too, not just your top line number, because you could be losing money, even if your revenue is growing, but growth is usually just talking about the dollars you're bringing in where scaling is often becoming more efficient at things too, as your business continues to increase. So it's not like you have to hire more staff. So if you're growing and the revenue is increasing and the work is growing, you may have to bring on more staff. Where scaling, you may be finding efficiencies, additional software that can help the same person be able to do more. Um, and then that's generating even more profit. Mm -hmm. So scaling really seems to be taking advantage of the consistent actions that can mm -hmm. be systematized and possibly automated. Exactly. I love that. Yeah. The repeatable actions I've learned from <laughs> a franchise expert are really key to keep an eye on. Exactly. Now, in a podcast, have you found some key repeatable actions, things that you've automated in the producing of your show? Yeah, I used to do everything myself too. And now I do have an assistant who helps with me as well. But we have a process where, you know, if someone is interested in being on the show, there's a form that they have to fill out. And we ask for very specific information, you know, headshot, bio, you know, things like that. Um, and then once we get that, then they can schedule the interview. We'll do the interview, edit the interview, right? And then we schedule that through the different platforms. I am on YouTube as well as the pop the different podcast platforms. Um, and then we share it on social media. I have a dedicated email that goes out after each episode. And then once a month, I have a newsletter that says, here are all the podcasts that aired this month, you know, and have links to them too. So we have it all now in place, but thankfully I have help. So I don't have to do it all myself. So I definitely recommend if someone is thinking of doing it, even if you don't have the ability to get help now, plan as soon as possible to get help because it's more work than you might think with all of the things that you have to do. Yeah. If you're, if you're taking advantage of all the opportunities within the interviews and the recordings and the promotions, there's certainly a lot of pieces to consider, but they're consistent across each week. So the systems mm -hmm. really help. That's fantastic. 
Candy, can you tell the people listening where they can get, get a hold of you and what they might be getting a hold of you for with the business for you support? Sure. So on YouTube, again, you can find my channel, um, Biz Help For You, or it's under my name, Candy Messer. Of course, it's on the podcast platforms. If you're interested in our services, our website is abandp.com, or you can find me on LinkedIn and connect with me there. I love to meet new people there and connect, you know, hopefully build relationships over time. Of course, I have a Facebook business page as well, Affordable Bookkeeping and Payroll. Uh, but basically, we help the overwhelmed entrepreneur with the things they generally have to do in their business, and they usually don't want to. And so we can give them peace of mind. I will say we generally are only working with people in the United States. So if anyone in Canada is listening, we don't really uh, service Canadian businesses at this point, but we're happy to help anyone in the United States. Fantastic. Well, make sure you check out Biz Help For You podcast as Candy is laying the foundation of what we need to run a successful business. Candy, thank you so much for your time and being with us today. Thank you. Have a great day. Thank you, family, for joining us on this adventure. If you're ready to be heard, head over to mypodcastcoach.com where you'll find out all the tools and tips you'll need to launch your podcast today. If you have a show already and you need some help managing it, please head over to managemypodcast.com and the Amplify You team would be happy to help you manage your podcast. Please also head over to iTunes, like, subscribe, and review our show so we can spread this message. And until next time, be your own unique genius.